Welcome to the Chicago Camps Podcast, brought to you in partnership with Simplecast. Publish your podcasts the easy way at simplecast.fm. Today, we're speaking with Ross Belmont, a Prototype Camp first-time presenter. Ross is presenting on prototyping pitfalls to share the lessons he and his team have learned as they've moved toward a prototyping design and development environment. Ross is the Chief Experience Designer at Epiphany in Chicago. All right, we have Ross here with us. Ross, could you do me a favor and tell me a bit about yourself, where you work, what you do there? Absolutely no problem, Shay. Uh, thanks for thanks for inviting me on. I work at a small consulting company in Chicago called Epiphany. Uh, Epiphany spelled with an A, like A-P-P. It's clever. Get it? Like apps. <laughs> Got it. And we exclusively build Salesforce apps that our clients then turn around and sell. So we work only with Salesforce and we work only with clients that want to sell the software that we're going to build for them. So Salesforce is something like an app store, you know, like on iOS, uh, but for the enterprise. And so we make those apps. What I do specifically is the sort of UX design work, maybe you would call it interaction design, the user research that feeds into that. And then what I like to call sometimes an interim sort of product management function, depending on how deep the client team is or isn't. That's that's something that we play with as well. And then as it relates to prototyping, what we do is I will turn over sort of sketches and ideas to our awesome visual designer who builds what we call a prototype in uh, HTML uh, and CSS. Awesome. And does the visual designer do the HTML and CSS or is that a front-end developer or how's that go down? He he does it. He took that uh, task on about a year-ish ago to, to broaden his skill set and learn that stuff after being sick of what it would take to rework Photoshop comps when feedback comes in and the client wants changes. And he actually found that it was quicker to change things in HTML and CSS, even not necessarily being an expert at it or not starting as an expert at it. Yeah. To move things around, scoosh things, redo, you know, colors and styles and stuff, he found it was a lot easier to move around the text of the code than to, you know, throw away your PSD and get a new one. So that's actually how we started on it, um, interestingly enough. Got it. And, and does that code ever make it into production or is that just solely for prototyping and it just kind of gets scrapped and then rebuilt when it comes time for the production environment code? It depends. Um, what will happen, sometimes it can be pulled over in pieces. The styles can be pulled over fairly directly. Some of the markup can be pulled across. But we have encountered some things where the developers, uh, in some cases, are using fancier front-end frameworks on their side where where the code gets generated, right? So yep. Burr or maybe even some of the templating frameworks like the mustache and handlebars and things like that that generate the code from JavaScript makes it such that it has to be kind of unpacked and reworked if he hands over a flat page of HTML and CSS or checks it into source control. Somebody will have to, you know, kind of work it a little bit, which isn't too bad, but it's, you know, still something that will take some time. Got it. That's awesome. Well, you're going to be joining us at Prototype Camp talking a bit about prototyping pitfalls. 
Yep. Do you mind telling us a bit about, you know, who's the ideal audience for your presentation? Who should show up and check this one out? Well, I, I thought about this a little bit, and a sort of my, my comedy answer to this is, if you've just barely started prototyping within your company, but haven't shared it with anybody yet, then you're in the perfect situation <laughs> to uh, listen to what I have to say and not make the mistakes I made. Okay. If you Now, that may not be too many folks, right? So if you are, I anticipate that most folks will be maybe individual designers or, or teams curious about prototypes and adding them into their process, you know, but not maybe sure how that would play out necessarily. Or maybe you are uh, a fan of Lean UX and, you know, quote unquote, getting out of the deliverables business. Yep. That's great too. But you're thinking like, hmm, what would it actually be like if we switch over to a prototyping based system? You know, what would, how would that go? Got it. Awesome. That sounds very sweet. Without giving away the whole talk, what are some of the big takeaways or perhaps biggest pitfalls that one should avoid that's going to come out of your session? Right. Well, so here's one that we learned the hard way is that just because you're prototyping doesn't mean you're iterating. Mm. If you think about it, if you just drop in making an HTML, CSS prototype, you know, one of them versus making one comp and then moving forward with that, you may or may not have actually even improved the design that much for the end user in the real world. So does that make sense? Like if you only did the first, you know, if you shipped the first idea, you may not have made life much better for anybody by switching to HTML. You need to figure out a way to, you know, at least work through two, three, you know, tweaks on, on that idea. If you're happy with it, you know, probably at a minimum then ship that or consider shipping it. And are you making those tweaks in the composition or in the actual prototype? Well, yeah. So th this is where the, the changes come in that I spoke about before. Yeah. It works out better a little more efficiently to be changing that stuff in HTML. And you see the problems that it's, it is better at showing the problems that you're going to encounter when, you know, you know users hit the, hit the back button or need to clear out the form and start again or, Whatever it is, right? All that stuff is a lot easier to see and experience in HTML and CSS, and you can kind of, you can kind of immediately sense it when you're poking around that prototype versus if you just were to look at a PNG. Yep. So you know, it's not a terrible idea, right? Even if you somehow can't iterate, if your hands are tied in some way, which is miserable. But you know, hey, maybe maybe there are folks out there in that boat but you're not going to necessarily move the needle a ton just by doing that alone. Yeah, worst case scenario, you're going to expose the different type of states that you may have not thought about in the actual mm -hmm. static design. Yeah. Got it. What other takeaways? Is there, is there one more you could share with us? Well, I think to piggyback on that sort of states point, in my opinion, doing prototyping doesn't eliminate 100% of your sort of spec level writing that someone may need to do at somewhere down the line. Let's say if you were to have a text area on the page and it had three or four lines, well, where is it specified that the developers should use a certain data type for that column in that database table? That's just invisible, right, from that level. And I, I don't totally get how you would abandon all spec writing. And so forces you, I think, to think about how you can use these and how you can use the prototypes, how you're going to use them within your team. 
and you need to kind of communicate that and decide on process change within your team and to know what it's going to replace and what it's going to, you know, save you and then what it's not going to save you, basically. Got it. That's awesome. What are you hoping to take away from Prototype Camp? Are there any other sessions that look interesting to you or anything that you haven't seen but you're hoping to see at the camp? Yeah, well, you know what's funny is uh, the thing I just mentioned, like I saw someone else, another speaker, that's going to tell the story about how much better his team's life got by ditching documents and going with prototyping. So I'm like super curious to hear an alternate perspective and see how they pulled it off. You know, I'm, I'm kind of saying one thing. He's saying something else. I'm super curious about how that kind of shakes out. Is that Brandon's talk, Goodbye Specs, Hello Prototypes? I think so, yeah. That that sounds right to me. Yep, that's awesome. And then the, uh, I do feel like our team, based on kind of the composition of the team and the way we do client work, has been able to take this idea further than a lot of other teams because we have deep integration with our developers. But I am still curious about how to push this these concepts even further. What else can we squeeze out of the prototype to get out of it or how can we even better iterate and improve the kind of end product for the user even more than we already are awesome well that is all the questions i have for you thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me and uh we're really fortunate to have you at prototype camp i'm looking forward to your session thank you ross thanks shay this has been great all right take care thanks for listening to the chicago camps podcast brought to you in partnership with simplecast Publish your podcasts the easy way at simplecast.fm. And don't forget to register for Prototype Camp at prototypecamp.com.